This little light of mine. Welcome to the Witness to Love podcast, where we discuss the transforming power of authentic witnesses and community that marriages and families create for our church and world. I'm Mary Rose Verrett. And I'm Ryan Verrett. We are a Catholic married couple seeking to draw other married couples closer to Christ. We release a podcast every third Thursday of the month. Thank you for tuning in. We're so glad you are here. Hey everyone, good to be back with you, Ryan here, of course, Mary Rose, and uh, it's uh, we've got an exciting topic that we want to share with you that um, not only kind of piggybacks on on uh, Jessica and Emmanuel's uh, awesome kind of witness uh, a couple of weeks ago. And Just also for, for yeah. those of you who haven't watched the couple witness, you know, part of our podcast, uh, our podcast is part of the Be Light, the uh, marriage formation for couples, and uh, the first Thursday of every month, our witness uh, video is released. And so, check it out if you haven't. Go to witness2love.org forward slash be light. So, thank just you for there. not letting me <laughs> overlook that important part. So, but this is an exciting episode, they're all exciting. We're excited, yes, <laughs> good to be here. So, yeah, and Jessica and Emmanuel, who are in our witness video, you know, we, we have known Jessica and Emmanuel John for uh, for a long time, and they are such a beautiful couple in and the witness of the way that they live out their family life. And, um, you know, definitely uh, this is a time of year that a lot of us are just any time to just think of those awesome couples in your life that have just been a beautiful witness of, of God's love in the world. And uh, speaking of uh, witnesses or um, uh, fun topics, uh, we really wanted to share today, uh, really this conversation that we were having about marriage as an icon. And uh, you want to share, Ryan, about the icon? Yeah. So we had, uh, maybe if you you follow Witness Love on, on social media. If you don't, you should. You, yeah. And um, uh, Mary Rose does a great job keeping that up. So, <laughs> we have we try? But uh, we, we uh, so a few years, a couple years ago, uh, last summer, not this past summer, but summer before, we were up in Canada and met a, a amazing sister um and uh, just a, it became a very special friend come to find out this sister this so a nun a real nun like wears the black and everything and really nice um she uh, is an iconist so maybe you've seen holy images in churches or people's homes so there's a style of these holy images called icons that i guess comes out of the east eastern experience of the church um kind of an ancient form of Christian art, uh, but it's what icons are, they're not meant to be something to pray to, but it's uh, like the, the the word that she uses, she, icons used to pray with, and icons, um, are, that word is deeply rooted in what it means to be a Christian. It's actually, and because it, it um, you can kind of read about this, and I could maybe talk about this at another point, but it there's a, there's a tendency that... Um, that we all have as human beings, and this has been, if you read the Old Testament, I'm getting way off the track, but if you <laughs> if you read the Old Testament, you see that there was always this tension that, uh, you know, men and women were constantly making idols of things. They uh, they just had this deep yearning uh, to, to, to see and to have a, a sensible expression, you know, sensible, I mean, the, the senses, so something they could see or smell or touch um, of, the, of the divine. And um, which is interesting because they were overlooking, I think, where we are right now. And sure you kind of overlooking that you can actually see in marriage. And that's what we're going to talk about. But so but and what's 
what early Christian writers talked about was that um, God uh, really had enough kind of in, in um, humanity's tendency to keep making idols. And so he, he delivered to us uh, through baby Jesus and uh, the Holy Family um, the, uh, the true icon, which is uh, an image of God. So I think that's a little bit of a historical uh, reference point, but the sister made an, an icon for us. So she painted an, a prayerful painting of an icon. And, and they're written, not they're, Yeah, they're written. Written. Good, well, well said. Um, and it's an icon of uh, our patron saint as a couple, and also kind of the patron saint of Witness to Love, who are Zeli and, uh, and Louis uh, Martin, Martin uh, from France. They were the parents of St. Teresa, St. Therese, the little flower. Um, so anyway, we'll talk more about that, but it's sort of the reason why, um, uh, which is kind of the heart of today's paragraph, and what belonging is, because we are all in this year of belonging, and what's, what's important about the year of belonging is Again, this that, is part of be light. Be light, exactly. That you that you uh, you 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 discover your identity uh, as as a couple, and um, and your identity is, uh, is as a couple in a sacrament of matrimony is something that is geared towards an icon, and very much less uh, of that which maybe is a tendency to make an idol out of things. So. And if you've uh, been listening to some of the things that have been said recently, uh, some of the writings of uh, recent popes, um, they have referred to marriage as an icon of the Trinity. And, you know, from everything we've said about icons, it's important to remember that an icon um, in a special way, so icon after it's written, when it's completed, it's consecrated. And uh, the, the saint that it's a picture of is in a special way present. Um, when that icon is um, is being uh, prayed with. Again, we pray with, not to, uh, an icon. And uh, Ryan and I were talking the other day, and it's very similar, like with your spouse, you pray with your spouse, spouse not to your spouse, right? Um, and your spouse should be someone, again, who is, is like a, an icon of God in your life, right? Someone who, um, through your relationship as a married couple, should be drawing you uh, closer and closer to God. Um, and so the other thing about uh, each icon is unique and, and, and different, and each marriage is unique and different. And uh, it's just a really beautiful thing that we've been reflecting on is that every marriage with its unique charism, whether it's, you know, hospitality, kindness, tenderness, uh, um, whatever it is that is kind of most unique about your marriage, all the different aspects of that, of your marriage, of your family life. Um, you know, you never walk into somebody's home and just say, oh, you know, I've been here before, right? Now, there are aspects of homes where you can say, oh, you know, this family reminds me of this family. But isn't it a beautiful thing that all of our marriages and homes and family lives are so different? Uh, and each of those does in a special way really, you know, reflect God in the world. But that is our call. So you probably were like, where is all this <laughs> going? Uh, you just kind of got through the first year of graduate school in theology. <laughs> but it's, um, no, it's important stuff because I want, you know, witness love is definitely rooted in the, in the church's beautiful teaching, what's revealed about, um, about Christ and, and relationships. And, but, you know, looking at, for the example, the beautiful witness couple this month, um, Jessica and Emmanuel, we went see, spent some time with them. 
uh, up in Wyoming. And if you know anything about Louisiana and you know anything about Wyoming, they're not close to each other. They're pretty far away and um, it gets a lot colder up there and a lot hotter down here. But um, I think what's, uh, what's, what's beautiful in this connection, this idea and this theme about icons, when you are in the, with Jessica and Emmanuel and their children, the, uh, as, as Mary Rose said, and I think the key takeaway here is that icon is something that allows us to, to be with God and you pray with God. So the key word is with belonging, right? So it's all kind of tied together. Your belonging will be like, but the, the um, when you, when we were with them, uh, we were so um, just, just blown away by their generosity, the hospitality, their, their life, their love, their relationships. And there was one particular night where um, we, uh, they, uh, they invited six or so other couples uh, from, uh, from that area in Wyoming, they're in Cheyenne. And they asked, um, they asked us to kind of just sort of lead and be, to be with them on this kind of marriage enrichment discussion night about kind of the Be Light program that you're participating in. And it was, uh, it was so beautiful. It was in their living room. Um, and, you know, as I say all that because so these people came here. We came there from Louisiana, there from Louisiana. And when you when you go into the Johns, you get just see this. You are actually going and you're being with God. How? Through the gift of the sacramental marriage, this bond between Emmanuel and Jessica has uh, brought forth. They have, they have a few children. A few. Six or seven, maybe. <laughs> I think uh, beautiful kids. And um and, uh, and, you know, they, they, they're so amazing. But all the, those couples came. There was such a place of, of joy. And I think, I think that's sort of what, what sort of stands out in, this, in this, this experience is that the joy is when you're experiencing joy within relationships and particularly in marriage, that's when you know that your, your life is sort of you know, that you're working towards this, um, creating a, a home that is with God. You know, and it's not something that is uh, is distracted by other things. And uh, speaking of joy, side note, but not. Um, I remember the other day you were sharing with me uh, this quote, and you'll have to tell me where you got it from, or maybe it's straight from you, but um, which wouldn't be surprising. But uh, it was it just kind of blew my mind because it was <laughs> <laughs> it was you said, and and you have to help me with this. So you said that um, for like as parents, it's not about helping our kids find happiness. It's helping our kids discern what decisions and what choices are going to lead them to true joy. You said that. I know you may not remember, but you did say that. And and I, I think that in, in marriage, it's a similar thing, right? You know, that we help our spouse uh, and our, our children, our family, our friends. Um, it's not like, I want everybody to be happy right now. Like, you know, wave the magic yeah. wand and bring happiness, right? You can't do that. That, ha that kind of happiness is so fleeting. And I think what we saw at the John's house is that they were helping their, their, their children and each other as, as, as a couple to make decisions, but usually it's the more difficult decision that leads to lasting joy. Because if, if your pursuit is just happiness, keeping everybody happy, having the, the latest things, you know, all of that, it, it doesn't really lead to joy. Um, do you remember? Yeah, no, I totally remember that. Obviously, because being the parents of five children, uh, <laughs> sometimes they feel like there's more toys than joys. But I uh, know it's, uh, I, I think it's, yeah, I think this is the a, a challenging thing because it, it, it's a lot of work on our part it's more which, work to, to leave, have kids go down the path of yeah, joy joy than joy takes a lot more um uh, a 
intentionality. Kind of intentionality. It's also it's a gift from God, and it's uh, it's an indicator and a fruit of of, of, of us being you know walk, being con- con- closely connected with God, so that we can receive these, this fruit of the Holy Spirit. You know, joyous gift. Um, but yeah, I think our, I think we have to make decisions, and I think. Uh, looking at Emmanuel and Jessica, we knew them when they were here, lived near us, and you know they moved across the country to reestablish a new home. Can you imagine how just difficult that is? And I think a lot of people today, definitely a lot of young you know couples who are now maybe newly married, the first year of marriage, we witnessed a lot of participating in this, and even our existing marriages. We understand people move uh, on a, at least every three years on, yeah, average. on average in the United States. That's a big deal. It's hard to feel connected and belonging to. Uh, it's sort of that type of that type of fundamental experience. But you know, when the when Johns went up there, they I would imagine that was difficult. But in their their sharing with us and sharing their video, I mean, they talked about how much they just grew together. Mm-hmm. They grew to be kind of one. They learned to be a better team. And I think um, I think this uh, I would say oftentimes teamwork is dream work. And uh, the you know I'm trying to get everybody to fold the clothes or wash the dishes. In the house. No, like last night you said, no one will leave the kitchen. Exactly. The dishes are done. Yeah, no one will leave the kitchen. And, uh, (laughs) well, I should have seen the reactions to that. But, um, you know, there was a, I put it, there's a shared joy. So not not only three get to go and play with their toys and hang out, but everybody gets to work so everybody can have some playtime. But I think the, uh, it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah. I think we have some, yeah. We got playtime too. We We did. We did. (laughs) And it was, it was, um, it's a gift. I think the idea, though, is that uh, that in in the belonging, in in sort of I, trying to work in this this idea of building a marriage that is like an icon and not like an idol. And I think it's important to talk about that. You know, refer mm-hmm. to some kind of an ancient view of things. It's very very easy to make idols of things. I think we had many witness couples who have shared with us in this year of belonging how they they've even had to to kind of, you know, sometimes an idol can just be security, false senses of security uh, in marriage, where it could be uh, families of origin, parents stuff, um, you know, finances, job, whatever it is can be, um, uh, can have more, so, so much more importance over uh, what is uh, the way that we're really with God, uh, which is in, obviously, in the icon of marriage, right? A lot of times you use this expression, right? You say, you know, Whatever, fill in the blank, whatever this is. I'm not giving it free rent in my head. Oh, you know? exactly. Yeah. And and I think a lot of times when when we have challenges in marriage or our marriage is not feeling like an icon, um, I think it is because we're we're letting whatever it is, you know, uh, finances, family members, coworkers, job decisions, whatever it is, um, we're giving them free rent in our head, whatever it is. The only Thing that should be having free rent in your head is God, right? Exactly. And and your family, uh, and you know everything else. It, it really should be more of a conscious decision of okay, I'm gonna think about that, and I'm gonna put it away. I'm putting God's hands and get on. But I, I think we, whether it's you know again social media, um, it, it, could, it could be anything that's really taking up space in your head and in your heart. And and so to to really take some time to think about okay, if my marriage doesn't feel like an icon. What is cluttering it up? Um, how can I give more space to, to God and to my family, to my spouse, in my head and in my heart? Well said. <laughs> well, we look forward to being with you next time. Uh, don't forget to share this podcast with our, your friends and uh, follow us on social media. God bless. God bless you.
This little light of mine. Thanks for joining the Witness to Love podcast today. You can learn more about our tools to support God's beautiful vision for your marriage at witnesstolove.org. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'd love to connect with you. Share how you and your spouse are being a witness to love in our world by using Witness to Love Movement hashtag on social media, and you'll have a chance to be featured in our stories. Always remember your marriage is called to be a light in the world. We'll see you next month. May God bless your marriage. I'm gonna let it shine This little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine Let it shine Let it shine